0: The Simply King Podcast and your boy Rodney Perry King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today is a special one. Today is literally today is the um, six-year anniversary of the Simply King Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and um, I I didn't want to take too. I didn't want to take too much time. I wanted to specifically make this episode one that was um, not only I won't even say just brief but one that got straight to you know the meat and bones of the situation because yes it's a celebratory move but I do want to highlight the uh, significance of this time in my life this time on my creative journey but also um, what's to come so um, thanks to all the people for you know sticking with me you know what I'm saying if you've been if you joined, uh, and started subscribing in the first year, second year, third year, whenever you did. Um, more than anything, I want you to understand that um, it's bold as hell to put yourself out there for any type of judgment. But uh, and you don't even know if you're putting shit out to this void and if anybody really gonna care for whatever you do. So it feels good, it feels great um, to know that I'm six years in and there's people who still give a damn about me saying whatever the hell I got to say. So, Today is gonna be a celebratory, introspective, um, a good time. You feel me? And um, not even for a long time. So, I have here with me, I have here with me um, two friends, two good friends of mine who came into Chicago. Uh, you know, right, right at a very interesting time. Um, I have here with me um, a long time shit. It, it's been ten years. This is been August. <laughs> uh, yeah, August of 2011 Yeah, it's been I ha- yeah, I have here with me, I have here with it's me the uh it's
1: crazy.
0: the incomparable. We should have done something for our first eclectic, right? <laughs> <laughs> eclectic and um, extremely talented, uh, Benny Roosevelt. Yes, uh, Remy Ross Wood. A million um, different monikers <laughs> he calls I'm saying Othello
1: Thaxton, Sunny my pager. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, yes, and I also have a new, a new, a new friend that I'm truly, truly um, getting to know and coming, becoming more and more closer to uh, with every experience and every time we share a space. I have here with me my boy Eris. I'm not even gonna try to say your last name <laughs> because it's uh, it's gonna hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> but coming from all the way from the bay on your cr- cross country trek back to the Crips. Yes. You feel me? I have my boy Eris here with me, um, who's definitely um, extremely talented and creative in his own right as well. But we're going to get right into this. I wanted to know what do y'all know about the number six? Like when y'all think about the number six, Crips. what comes to mind?
1: Crips? Why? Cause that's what I've always associated with, like especially growing up. So it's been, it been crypts and sixes. Crips and sixes. That's it. No, but outside of that, uh, I know the what is it? The the what is it? Six. Um, what is it? The, that makes up a uh, an atom. Six neutrons, six um, electrons, six something else. Like, I know it's a part of your your actual DNA. I think it depends on. So, um, mm-hmm the type of uh, molecule it is because it's different for each one. But well, I think it's an atom.
0: For the atom. So it's different for each one. Is this... We got different atoms? For each each type of thing, like what this is made of maybe be this many, you know what I'm saying, protons, this, this many electrons, <laughs> but it's not all... Everyone doesn't have the exact same amount. Some things are more massive than others, so they have more mass than the others, so they got to have... Or um more electrons, more neutrons, more
1: protons, which is just positive energy, negative energy, and neutral energy. Oh it's carbon. That's what I think of six uh six protons, six neutrons, six electrons. Carbon. Yeah, yeah but that's what I'd be thinking of. Yeah, we all made out of carbon for sure.
0: Carbon is in most things, yeah. All things. Not all, but yes. You know?
1: that's
0: not how the world works. Yes, it is. It's something that doesn't have <laughs> a That's that's how it be. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, what about you, Eris? When
2: you think of the number <laughs> six, <laughs> when I think about the number six, what immediately comes to mind is the perspective from sacred geometry, <clears throat> right? So I think about the hexagon, which essentially is two triangles. Um, And if you want to go even deeper into it, Mm -hmm. right? Sacred geometry, right? So like, like we can go into the esoteric part of it where it's just two opposing sides, uh, not necessarily positive or negative, but just showing two opposing sides. Most often this is displayed as like masculine or feminine energy. Um, But the overall arching significance of the number six, six six-sided things, six shapes, is this balance and harmony mm. right and, and, and you'll hear that a lot anytime someone brings up the number six that's why it's so significant um that's why bees and the way that they build the honeycomb is perfect harmony right people could say well triangle is the most efficient it's the strongest shape yes which is true yes but when you're talking about harmony and balance right something that, that, that represents uh the mind and the body right there's so many there's so many examples that you can pull from Heaven and hell, God and earth, you know what I mean? So when I think about the number six, I think of complete harmony and balance within all things. It's funny you say that.
1: It's non living things that don't have a carbon, but makes sense. You say it's eleven things? No, non living things, like diamonds and shit like that. Like war.
2: Inanimate See? things. See you
1: know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a lot of it got carbon.
0: Um I, when I was Googling doing research on the number six just to figure out like, okay, what does this mean? How should I approach it? What does this mean for just the show in this particular time and what this next year is going to be about? I came, up with, I came to this from uh, mastermindcontent.co.uk. And it, was, it resonated. And I'll read it to you guys as so. The lessons to learn from the symbolic meaning of six are harmony balance, sincerity, love, and truth. We are required to call upon the energy of the six anytime, um, oh shoot, I I'm, I'm lost my place, upon uh, the energy of the six when dealing with diplomacy, sensitive matters, it is the ability to feel compassion and love in any given situation. Um, in numerology, The number six indicates a balanced personality, people who predominantly display features of the six are responsible, idealist, carers, unselfish, teachers, protectors, charitable and have emotional depth. The negative aspect of six personality is that you are disconnected, hypocritical, uh, hypocritical, excuse me, weak, shallow, submissive, restless. And easily stress. So, and then, yes, they even go into talking about kind of the esoteric and, you know, that, you know, sacred geometry and all that. I think for me, um, it's funny because I think uh, so much of what this year has been is the solutions to a lot of my things or the things that's been kind of presented to me consistently has been by way of like the woo-woo, has been by way of like these spiritual things. And I really wonder... You know, I, I I guess I'm drawn to it even more now because it keeps showing up. Either the people I meet, the folks who I, the rooms I end up getting into, and it feels so, I don't know. It feels so impactful, it feels so resonating, and I feel drawn to it in a lot of ways too, so I'm not surprised that that is what The Six really is. I don't know what the fuck Drake was talking about, but, because I don't even know if people call Toronto The Six like that. Like, oh, I don't know what's talking things.
2: about. Carmen. Definitely not talking about he was
0: Definitely <laughs> not talking about carbon. I don't all know what right. the hell he was on. Alright. Um
1: You can laugh at it later because you know it was funny. No. Yes it was. <laughs> yes it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um I want I wanted to um ask you all a question. And that is um and I wanna answer two. Um How does it feel like, you know? In this particular phase of life right now, we all are, even if we claim it, always in a kind of a, a state of transition. We are always going from one place to another, trying to go from this stage to the next phase. We're naturally growing. We're going to get older. Something is going to progress. There's something always happening. I guess I want to ask you, how is it that you all see yourselves moving from this phase that you're in now to the next? I guess what do you feel like you're doing to I guess make that or welcome whatever that next phase is if you know what already know what it is you can speak to that too if you don't know I guess what are you doing to figure it out
1: as soon as you had said that I thought of liminal spaces it's yeah it's it's it's, it's that? the the definition of it if I'm not mistaken because I' be I be mistaken all the time it's uh between something that's forgotten and what's to come. So if I can give you like a visual representation of it as somebody swinging and when they let go to catch the other uh, swing, they're right in the middle. That's, that's, that's the immediate thing that comes to mind. Uh, but to answer the question, it's to build and have consistency on very basic levels because that's, that's something I... Have not had well outside of making making art, and now even with that it's to a spot where that has to be transitioned into something else because you can no longer make beauty for beauty's sake when you reach a certain thing. I mean, at least that's how I see it, right? So what do you mean that you can't, you can't, um, you can't just be making, because I, I feel like that is, um, irresponsible Mm -hmm. if you, if you do have a, if you do have a gift of some sort and you're just kind of doing it just for the sake of it being beautiful and not like actually applying it to possibly something bigger, possibly just something else, at least teaching about it or something like that, or the things that you have learned through it and actually making that a, something tangible if you will something that can be passed on or whatever the case is it can take many different forms as I like to see it uh, but outside of that within a personal within my personal life it's a consistency that needs to be built I haven't had my feet on the ground for like the last seven or eight years it's just been travel and things and letting things fall where they may and that's been heavily enabled by um, all the fans, all the people that's wanting to work with me. Um, cause growing a following while you're just doing the thing that you just like to do, you're enabled like shit just to keep doing it and do all type of extra little cool shit in the middle. You don't have to necessarily think about the future, at least in that moment. You don't have to like think about it cause it's just, like, you have everything you have right now. And if that's the goal, you know, live on, but to push to the next phase is to have a certain level of consistency and it's to transition the art into something meaningful because it's always going to be beautiful. That's what, I've, that's what I know how to do is make it beautiful. So would you say <clears throat> the current point in time that you're in now is um, is that laminate space, that space of, you know, the
0: space of in between realizing the last seven years were exactly what they needed to be to get you where you are now? And now you're in that space between. From I'm still here. I'm still able to touch that. I can continue a lot of those patterns, but I'm also able to like now reach, in newer spaces because of what I've learned from those times. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, what I'm really saying is, (laughs) say what? Say that then, right? Right. What I'm really saying is, uh, it's time for a change. Period. Like all those things are going to. Be with I've done and they already have yeah, been a part they're of the things. they're gonna be with you. They are gonna definitely be there. Now it's time to do all the things that I'm either afraid of doing or I, I haven't done, and because of I was doing something else. Because mm-hmm. I was you know because I was doing something else altogether, and I wasn't focusing on the things I need to focus on. I feel that. I feel that.
0: That's still. I think that's still uh, a beautiful way to think about it too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um I think I learned in this past year in twenty twenty especially. Is that we damn near are kind of indoctrinated to believe that we need to rid ourselves of the bad things we possess. These mm-hmm. are bad habits, the bad qualities, uh, whatever it is, quote unquote negative, right? And what, I'm com- what I came into realization of is that I'm going to fuck around and kill myself trying to like make myself be less... Of something that's like been a part of me for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and, and, and I think it's, it's the intention around it too that I realize. It's like I don't ever mean to do any of these things that harm me or harm somebody else. Maybe it's not a matter of ridding myself but truly managing and minimizing the space that that thing takes up. Because if I just allow myself to be, let's say if you're a procrastinator for instance. And that's something that is um, detrimental to you it can be detrimental to the people around you if you don't manage that. It's like because, because it's something to literally do something about. And the, the what you're doing about it is is um, how can I say uh, you need you need if you're procrastinated, you need to create your life so that's what you don't do. If that's your um, nature then what I need to create is, okay, I need to be a better note taker. I need to set personal reminders. I need to um, sap- damn near almost reverse sabotage myself into doing the right thing instead of, sabot- like, instead of being, you know, reactive, being proactive. It's like, I know how I am. I know I'm gonna wait till the last minute. I know I'm gonna whatever, whatever. I'm going to now call you and be like, hey bro, it's this thing I really need to get done, but I'm in a real, you know what I'm saying, lazy procrastinating mood. Can you call me every day and just ask me how it's going? If that's all you really need, like just somebody to literally keep that shit on your ass, just so because you need that pressure. Even though you have all this time at that point in time, you do that from the beginning, more than likely the procrastination won't have any room. And if your goal is to get the thing done, but you know and you're aware of your tendencies, you're gonna achieve that goal because you're gonna at least be forward thinking enough to be like, all right, this is what I gotta do to do this. This is what I gotta do to do that. I'm usually not the motherfucker who usually get shit like this done like this, but I gotta try something different because I can't stop being that. I just gotta grow out of, I gotta grow into better habits and allow for that habit to be a small aspect of me. And that's a that's the lowest frequency of me. That's you know what I'm saying? But if I stay high, if I'm actually accessing and assessing the um higher version of myself, then hell yeah, I'm gonna just. Do that type of shit, you feel me? But same question to you, uh, Eris, Like, We're always in steady transition. What do you believe you are doing now to get into the next one? Or what phase, well, I guess, what are, what are the practices, what are the things you're doing to um, understand what that next thing will be or looks like?
2: Yeah, no, um, I want to go back to what Mr. Rose has said. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, liminal spaces, right? So we're talking about liminality, mm. right? Oh. Uh, to <laughs> so my liminality right and, and this this concept really just came to the foref- forefront of my mind just recently um sort of like in a more structured way but an oversimplification of liminality right this is just my take on it is like yes there is this space between transitions from where you are and from wherever else right it doesn't necessarily be where you want to be or where you uh where you weren't it's always just from where you are to somewhere else and so I think what happens in terms of transitioning into that next space, right? Like that that liminal space, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of unknowns, right? And so when people say, Oh, I'm just I'm in transition, like I'm in this perpetual state of transitioning, they're caught up in that unknown. They're caught up in that, right, which is the liminal space. In order to get out of that, you have to be willing to move on from that. Move on wherever that may be. And so if we're talking about decision making and layering that and adding another dimension to like these liminal spaces, you have where you are, which is the center of where you are, Mm -hmm. all these different life paths that you could potentially take. And. You're debilitated from all from 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 all of these decisions because you don't know what's what's going to happen. Right. And so I think and I think that when I think that when people finally decide on something because you got to choose because you got to choose that's when you are out of those liminal spaces and actually working on those things right so it's like i mean going back to the seven or eight years right so one might consider that a liminal space Mm. right and so now you're getting out of that liminal space making that final step into whatever transition that you were trying to actually be in Mm. so people are really met with these decisions of like well i can either do what i've always done aka make the same decision that i've always done even though i know how that ends because that feels more comfortable to me because i because i know that i'm going to inherently choose that as opposed to going into the unknown getting out of these liminal spaces and into the and, and into that next phase of my life mm-hmm. so for me i feel like yeah these past couple years have been this very liminal space and again like we don't even have to use the con- the, the the constraints of, 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 of a year, right? You can do it on a small scale. You can say um, twenty four hours, right? Twenty four hours. Get there ass. are there are there are so many there are so many literal there are so many liminal spaces in that twenty four hours, and you could be going through so many different transitions at that local level. People aren't even aware of these things, right? And they just think, oh well, if my mind is like where I want to be next year, or where I want to be in the next five to ten years. You are literally skipping over the progress that you're making, on an hourly basis. Hourly. On a on a, on a, on a on a minute basis. Minute. Right, so it's just like moving at the, the moving at the speed of your own thoughts in that way. Right. we talking about, about seconds. You to slow down. Woo, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting into I'm it. I'm getting into it, right? But that's but that's that's really how I see it. Is like is like right now for me, it's just in this space of of the liminal, right and trying to assess the unknown, the uncertainty, but at some point, I've gotta take a step somewhere, right? And so, for me, what helps me facilitate that decision-making process is traveling, right? Mm. So, changing my environment up. And so, when I'm able to do that, things just become more clear inherently for me, Mm. right? It helps me build that momentum that I need, that accountability that I need, that you talked talked to earlier, right? Just like, I just need someone to be on me about this. Yeah. Right, so like we're, what we're really talking about is accountability, like we're trying to hold ourselves accountable because if we don't have that, then there's no motivation. There's no there's no push for us intrinsically. Well, well one, if we even have have it cultivated like that, sometimes we need that external force. Right. And so that's what you had said earlier. It's just like, OK, well, need to call up the homies. Just, hey, check in with me on a weekly basis. Just make sure that I'm doing what I'm what I said I'm supposed to do. I don't want to take over this this whole thing because no, no, we can no, get you, into it, but what, but, but, but I I that's, wanna, that's 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 kind of like a little piece of that. I want
0: I want to definitely uh, you know tantalize folks, you know what I'm saying, into thinking about this even deeper. Um, yeah, I think you got it. Um, but yeah, I, I think for me, I I feel like I've you know I'm starting to find uh, find my intuition, you know, find my intuitive guide, be able to make certain things clear. And, um, and also ask the questions that I feel like I never asked myself. Um, I do believe I'm, I've am i always accepted the idea of being in transition, being um, transitional and transformative um, because it felt like, I don't know, I think I've seen not even the, it's not even like a pursuit of perfection, just a pursuit of fullness, roundedness, you know? Like I felt like within my own depiction of what, being fully developed, being a fully realized person is to have, I don't know, a multitude to show for, like a truly, like, I can do this, I can do that. I'm now this this old and I now have these abilities. Some may, may be seen as minor, some may be seen extremely fucking major, some may be seen as lucrative, some may be seen as just convenient, some may be seen as comfortable, some may be seen as, oh, that's rare. Not too many people can do that. Or not even too many people care to still do that. Those are the type of things that I think I was drawn to more than anything when it came to who I want to be. How do I want to show up year after year after year? And I think um, I didn't realize how much of even doing this podcast was one that was um, a, 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 a like a method of self-accountability in a lot of ways, too. Because I'm literally... Committing myself to show up in this, committing myself to have and create the type of content I say I wanna create, but more than anything, it's a, a fucking like, you know, a time capsule that's forever being filled up. You know what I'm saying? It just hasn't been closed yet. So I'm literally capturing how I felt the week that this happened or the week that this happened in the world. Where was my mind? Social commentary. You know what, what I'm saying? A diary. It's a yeah, yeah basically.
2: Yeah,
0: heavy, uh, weighted diary, right? heavy heavy weighted diary that I don't even know how many hours I would assume I'm about 100 and 180 episodes So at this point I've done Shoot I can't even do no air math right now All my episodes been like Between yeah, be like 35 to an hour Yeah so it's 185 episodes So that's truly a lot of fucking hours <laughs> Like Almost Just about all of them Yeah I feel like I started doing the um, Special delivery episodes Maybe in year three where I started doing like very specific solo episodes that I wanted to be shorter, because mm-hmm. even with my solo episodes, I was stretching them shits out to like at least 40 minutes to an hour just because I could. did and also just because it was the beginning, I was rambling. I was trying to find my voice. I was trying to you know get my shit off, and be aware of that. And I think I now am way better with that. I can get to the point, be concise, be joking. If I want to come at it comical, if I want to come at it deep, I could do that shit just depends on how, how I'm feeling about the content I wrote. But what I feel like, I like that I now feel like I can do that shit on command. And that's how I know progression has really happened and happening. You know what I'm saying? When somebody just hit me up and called me, tell me a thing, and I'm able to regurgitate some type of idea based off of some shit that might not even have no connection prior to this conversation, but that's the influence and the inspiration to whatever you say. Like oh, it sounds like you want to do this. What's that? Oh, it's this movie from Blase Blah. This and that. The third Blase Blah. This is kind of what the depiction of it was. Then they go see it and they like, oh, that's exactly what the fuck I'm trying to do. So learning that I speak the language of um, of, uh, of creativity was a was a fully realized more than ever um, in this year to me than um, to any other time. I feel like I wasn't allowing my ears to be tuned to that and stay attuned to that. And um, and now, yeah, I, I set a goal for myself that the life that I want to live for the rest of my life is one where I can create something new every day. And I think for the past several months, essentially that's what I do. Something that was not there the day before I want to make. And it could be something I never wrote, something I never said out loud, something I recorded, something I posted.
1: Especially now since you're full-time with mm-hmm. it.
0: See you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I've now figured out ways to satiate whatever that is, in multiple in a multitude of ways. I could be continuing on a project and not even consider that the thing that's a new creation, even though you can consider it that. There's a this has progressed past the point of what it was the day before, so it's not even the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I even that I don't even count that. I still go and create something new, or start on something new, and um, it feels good. But it feels like my way of you know staying within my own intuitive practices and then also coming into knowledge of these other ones, of these tangible things, because I think that's where I'm really drawn to. My clarity doesn't come solely by um, making time for stillness, which I've appreciated that, but I think it's like I can't stay in the stillness too long. I gotta release. I gotta let it out. I gotta connect. Um, because I think that's that's the balance that I'm supposed to have within this time. That's that six. That's that six, that's that six.
2: That's that six, but- You to, six! To, to know something real quick is like, this is this is a culmination of hundreds of intentional hours. You know what I mean? It's intentional hours. Say right? that, say that. So it's it's not just, oh, I, I, I spend all this time because there's a lot of people who spend time and it be not fruitful, right? Years mm. And just, just Spend be, time Just be busy Just, just be yeah, busy. Just like Just killing time Literally killing time But like when you Are actually alive With that time Like are intentional With that With that time I mean this is This is just one way To look at it right Where it's like This is now the culmination You are where you are now Because of those Because of that Intentionality Someone could say
0: Hell yeah You so, said that shit Cause Yeah Just a rundown For anyone listening To this for the first time this hello episode that you called me on, and I wish I could say this is the vibe every single time, but this is special. You know what I'm saying? Special. It's, it's best, yeah. um, but I, I, but I think you should tune in and tap in with me regardless because I, I'm proud of the milestones that I made because it was ones I didn't. Some of them I didn't even make up. Some I didn't expect to have. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect to have a, a multiple motherfucking international guest on my show, and I believe all of my international guests found me mm. which is yes I will accept the ego <laughs> stroke that that is so I got episodes from a guest from guests in fucking Australia London Italy Lagos Nigeria motherfucking Brazil I feel like another place in South America yeah, hell yeah go crazy yeah and um any more to come. Yeah, so many more to come. Mm-hmm. So many more new cows to, you know, create yeah, spaces yeah. for and I feel like it's necessary that we, you know, do do just that. Um But the next question, the next flow that I really wanted to kind of tap into while we in this particular mode, I have two only two more questions. And that is, what are those barriers? Tell me at least the top two barriers um that you feel like are in your that you feel like are pretty much in your control to break down and then give me two that are feel uncontrolled uh
1: money management consistency uh which which two of those first that's the ones that you feel that like you can control control that yeah control the fuck out of that yeah um and what about uncontrolled shit the weather you that like, You are a like, photographer so it's like I need some light I need babe. some light for real right. um, And oh, shit. This was a mm, This is an interesting one I'm not sure why I'm picking this to, but Other people Because I, I know now I really have to expand It has to be beyond myself It has to be groups of people that we have to work with to make a project come to life and things of that nature. So it's the aspect of controlling. I know that's out of my control. Like I can give somebody a call time if they don't show up, it's just like, well, shit, I can't can't do much with that. But I, I guess that just comes with the territory. So I, I, I'm i gonna have to let that fall by the wayside. But another one that I will pick that that's just out of my control is, um, shit, at this point in time, uh, uh, it's kind of an interesting morning. That shit, that shit hit. That shit hit whenever. That, man, that grieving just hits you. Like now, that you can be chilling. Ah, next thing you know, ah, ah. What? fuck. It all, it can all hit you. You know, just like this So, I, and that's the that's the most human shit ever. It's hell human. You know, um. Like human to die. Oh, human it's to die. human to die. It's human to mourn. Uh, I suppose what what feels like it has a lack of humanity is how we go about it within this country to where there's 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 no real um, culture centered around death. Like, if you travel outside of here, then there's a specific, well depending on where you go, there's a specific way they cater to death. When I say they, it might be, oh, what's a good one? Uh, like the Hispanic folks, or when they have, like, day of the day, don't... Don't get me lying. Do they have their dead? dead? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. I'm about, about to start. Mexico. Uh, uh, even In New Hindus Orleans. and New, or- New Orleans. They got, that's they got probably. Somebody? I think that's the only domestic example of like really
0: great, a really great approach to death. Right. Second lines aren't just for, you know, festivals and celebrations. They make a second line for you, a whole band. We're talking about like a 10 piece band. We talking about the whole family. Everybody got walking and dancing shoes on at the funeral, yeah. and they literally bringing you your your body in the casket and dancing down the street to where you going, to where your body will spend this, you know the rest of eternity, in. and so it's truly like this. We already know you good. You you know we, <laughs> we about to we about to shout. You about to right, right. you good. That's the whole you know thing. what I'm saying, and then and, and also too. Obviously, you know, and I think I don't know if do white people even have repasts. They be eating.
1: repasts. What's that?
0: You that's what they call like the reception of a um funeral is called repass.
1: Oh shit. We didn't have one now.
0: Yeah, so most mm. people usually eat right after the funeral. Just right. Sold each other. Right, and, right, right. You know, all that. Yeah. And you see it you've seen it like you probably have seen it in film. Um yeah, with white folks, so I guess it does happen. I guess I just never hear, it, think about mm. it. You know, I don't even know they had cookouts and family unions. <laughs> I
2: didn't even know that they, that they did that, and that's what they called it, like, like a repast and just rush hey. to eat. I had always thought people had food after because of how energy consuming releasing all these emotions can mm. be. Man. Right, so like you've been crying for hours, you're most definitely going to be hungry afterwards, right? Because like you're you're using all that, yeah, right. Like it 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 takes energy to use energy, right? Using all your B twelve in your body. mm -hmm. Crying. I mean, if you're not right at that level, then it's then it's yeah. Like maybe maybe you might not be hungry. Maybe not. Maybe you might not you know want to eat because you don't got the energy to do it. You literally directed all of it to. To the morning, to 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 the heartbreak that comes along with it, it, right? And so, I mean, you'll see plenty plenty of examples for that.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's interesting for me. um, No way. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, Eris, you go first. Uh, Two things that you feel like are in your control that are I guess feel like barriers or you know barriers or some type of obstacle that's in your way, Mm -hmm. and two things
2: that are uncontrollable that are in your way. I would say the first two for me that is a barrier and i love i love the language being used to like barrier right it's not it's not a boundary right i think mm-hmm. a boundary is something that you You're set that you that you that you have actively set to be you know where wherever it is that you want to be progress or whatever but ba- uh, the barriers right totally ego driven um i don't want to spend too much time on this but it's like financial that, management that, that, that's that, what Yeah, the to say just the just the barriers, right? It's like it, it's something that's that's coming from the wayside. Mm. So two big things: one, cr- creatively, and, and and relying on the external to kind of help fuel the creativity, right? So like that's that's something that I can manage, right? Um, anytime that you can just create right as creators just creating something doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a certain ingredient list to create or even get to that point where you're actively creating it's just like well I'm going to create something and it's going to be out of nothing right there's no there's no reliance on oh I'm I might need a model to shoot I might need someone to talk through concepts with it's just like wait a minute I can do all these things myself at a very scaled down level right and so that's that's to me that's that's something that I could definitely control and it's something that I'm, that I'm practicing it's like having that larger scale kind of creativity kind of mm-hmm. the, that, that, that larger scale creative process and then scaling it down where you can do it all locally you know mm-hmm. what I mean like whether that's just taking a piece of paper out and drawing something like you are literally creating something at just that small level mm-hmm. so I would say that's the one barrier that I think that I've been really really focused on mm-hmm. that I know is in my control that I could change um, that I'm trying to get better at. Um, I really don't have a second one because that, that creative one has been at the forefront mm-hmm. of my mind. Um, if we're talking about uncontrollable ones, I would say <sighs> sort of along the similar lines of of, 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 of at the the external, but just like emotions. I would say those emotions are uncontrollable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I think people think, oh well, you know, you can just control your emotions. Like, no, I mean the 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 actual emotion itself, you have no control over, right? Yeah, but manage it. I exactly, mean, exactly. Like you can manage it once it's actually being processed through. Like once you're actually processing those things, but the emotions themselves, that's not something that you actually have control over, right? So it's like you're gonna funnel that, right? Because you are this hub, this 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 great processor, and. From there, that's where your reactions are coming from. That's where your that's where your response is coming from. So that's why when someone is responding with tears, almost right, mm-hmm. just 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 heartbreak. So yeah, had a lot had a had a lot of loss this year uh, myself and kind of confronting the fact that I could not control my emotions in that one moment made me realize like oh shit like. If you think you can control it, you really are just dimming the the, the, the fire that these emotions carry, you know mm-hmm. whether that's happiness or sadness, right People tend to dim the ones that make them sad or dim the ones that that, that can carry sadness with it and then you know pour gasoline on the ones that are that are uh, meant to be happy and and mm-hmm. and and euphoric so for me it's those it's those emotions that I know that I can't control, but what I can do is once I'm processing it, I can then. Choose how I want to respond. Choose how I want to react. Um, but yeah, those are the those are the two big ones. Definitely is that creative, uh, uh, that creative inspiration, totally controllable by me. And then the second one is just the emotions, which which before they even get to where I'm aware of them and can be processed in a particular way, those are uncontrollable mm. for me. Damn. Yeah, I had to. I had to get this. Yeah, I
0: had to get this. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to get this. Um, I think. Uh, thank you both for you know giving me that because I think it's it's mad vulnerable to you know express and be honest with yourself in a room by yourself. So it's you know it's commendable. You don't, you know, um, it's, it's unfortunate that you don't get it that often enough coming from men. Um, just expressing it without any particular, I don't know, any incentive other than just for the sake of getting it out. You know, you're not getting paid to do this. You're not trying to impress people with your, you know, emotional intelligence. It just is what it is. And it's right, just right for the moment. Um, for from, from myself, I, I truly feel like that I am, um, I think the two things that I feel like are within my control is I think my level of gumption and secondly, my um, anxiousness or or rigidity in any any way, you know? I put that kind of together, like, because I feel like I've seen my own anxieties be rooted in the things that I'm afraid to do. Um, or I already have a belief that I've been so strongly in for so long that I'm realizing how, many, how much of that has become a part of my programming and something I just stick to. and if And it eventually starts to nag at me, like, hey, Why have you always thought this thing? And it could be something as small as, you know, the way way that I feel about a particular food or anything. It's like, why have I remained rigid on these things? Mm. Why have I remained? And how does this rigidity or this pattern of rigidity in myself affect other parts of my life? What else am I, like, not uh, just immobile on? Because I've always seen myself to be mutable. I've always seen myself to be a person that can be uh, flexible. But the things that are really... um, not working for me, it feels like the doors that I need to be in and need to go through, I can't get through them because I'm so blocky. I got corners, I'm sharp. You feel me? I'm not even rounded enough to be able to curve myself into this door. If I can't go straight in, it's cool. We just curve on in here. Mm -hmm. If you know, just just to give a visual, I guess, like if it's a big square thing with corners and you can't do nothing but scrape the, the side, You're gonna go through this door with some, with some, you know, some nicks. While, yeah, if you're rounded, have a a sense of give, of ebb and flow to you. Not, not to the the idea of just being quote unquote soft, but you, you give, you bend, so that you can get through this thing, and be renewed, and be new, being a whole new region of yourself, and reach higher. Um, The uncontrollables are really. the changes within the world right now Um, I think I am in the 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 business of not only I'm in the perspective and media business (laughs) so things change very often about mass media things change very often in terms of perception I think I've noticed myself over the years be able to recognize when I am um, emulating some parts of society versus when I'm not when I'm really feeling like I'm a you know, rare rare air of this particular perspective concept opinion and that's where I like to stay that's why I like to continuously cultivate for the business that I'm in I want to I know that there is money know that there are rewards for having the idea of I want to um, say this for the first time I've having heard this particular opinion being spoken to, and it's not, I'm glad that I'm not getting there by way of being a contrarian. I'm not getting there by way of just trying my best to be, you know, give a hot take. It's like, this is what I feel. I don't think nobody's thinking about it like this. And I think a lot of it has to do with me um, curating a life that I can really stand in that and be the truest mm-hmm. version of that. I'm not coming. I, I can I can acknowledge. I can literally say what I need to say. Acknowledge my bias. Say what I need to say, and then give you room to say what you need to say next. And I don't think that that's a space or a thing that people kind of make room for these days. Right. right. Instead, they'll not preface, not acknowledge their own feelings behind it. Just say whatever, and then a motherfucker push back at them, and now they trying to, now you trying to figure out why you got to you know bring them out their chest a little bit. It's like I need you to calm down. Need you need to, you know, because it's like you just feel how you feel. It is what it is, and I think I've been blessed enough to be able to communicate and for me to be able to tell people things that may be startling, some shit they never heard, uncomfortable, and for it to feel like it's at least being heard and received. Um. So yeah, I think that's one uncontrollable. Did I say the other one? I said two yeah. uncontrollables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, long yeah <laughs> um, the last the uh, last question I have for y'all is um, what do you believe your highest self looks and feels like
1: oh sports fucking Sports fucking. Sports fucking. <laughs> Break that down, uh, Break that down for me. Even though I'm jokingly saying it, it's it's a it's this it's this idea that when you, when you when you are fucking, it's like, nah, we look, we fucking for sport. Like we up here working on breathing techniques. Like we like we've been out here in the world working out, doing our thug this was getting a. Uh, getting our shit together so when we fuck is it like, look we got to put all these things to the test and um it i think my one of my eyes says, it really looks like oh we're going outside for fun we're li- we're about to go climb trees we're about to go on like a 10 mile hike for fun we're about to go do all the you know what i'm saying because we've been in the gym and shit trying to like Make sure all the joints and shit was good. Make sure we can squat and deadlift and do all type of bullshit so we can go out into the world and just go do all the cool shit. Mm-hmm. Like skin looking good, feeling healthy as shit, you know. Um, don't gotta worry about no cash because it's like you already um gotten all the systems in place. Even if they're really simple systems to where oh, I'm already I'm look I'm eating off of this. I ain't even gotta really put too much effort into it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying So after that It's just like Alright world Let's do this shit You know Let me go <laughs> Let me let me go ahead And take all the things Because I've really Built myself Mind, my body, and spirit You know Hair long And shit Groomed And like Looking how I feel Great Like it's <laughs> Like you ready to <laughs> Like a chick ready To do some sports fucking You know Even though it's funny That it does have A little bit of something Behind it um, but outside of that, <clears throat> when it comes to art, there's a certain level of being um, refined to where it's just like it's like oh, nah, these motherfuckers put this shit together like to a point to where I, as the consumer, don't have to think about what could this be. It's like no, I'm telling you, this is it. This are all the things, but it's beautiful because. That's what we were, like, free at and making it beautiful. But We were very, like, particular and refined on what the message is. That's what maturing looked like out here in these streets. I fuck with that. I fuck with that answer.
0: That was a, that was a smooth-ass way to say that, too. Um, do you... Do you know what's your area's... What, you, what your higher self looks like or feels like, what do you believe
2: it feels or, or looks like? Yeah, no, I, I, I like the fact that uh, that Benny Rose has said, you know, selves, you know, alluding the fact that there's more than one mm-hmm. um, or that there are, many, there are many variations of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but one way to look at it, one way that, that I've been thinking about it is like, just this top tier execution of dynamic harmony Right, and so and so and so. What I mean by that is that in any given situation, in any given circumstance, whatever way the scale is leaning, there was just a harmony, right? There was a harmony there. It doesn't always have to mean 50-50 It doesn't always have to mean you know like like this like this dualistic uh, uh, approach of oh well I have this much and I have this much. Um, it's just that at any given time as I'm navigating space, mm. I'm in complete harmony in that moment. But to, to me, that's what, that's what I believe my particular higher self would, would look and feel like, is that at any given time, like just you know, outside of my body, just any given moment, second, just being in that harmony with everything, the mind, my thoughts, my emotions, how I'm feeling, what I'm seeing, you like um, there, right now. You know, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm uh, uh, feeling uh, uh, sensational, wise, you know. And you said, "Am I feeling?" Right? I mean, I, I, I am. Look at you feeling high stuff right now. I am. Already I got am. a taste of. You know, but yeah. it's, but it's, but it's, but it's a practice, right? So, so it, it's not something that that I that I feel yet is sustainable, or that mm-hmm. I can easily sustain it, right? So That's why I mentioned mm-hmm. this like this, this top tier execution, where it's just like. Every moment, I'm just like, I am harmonious as fuck right now, like Mm -hmm. at any given time. So Mm -hmm. that would be that would be what that looks like for me. Top tier. Yeah.
0: Top motherfucking tier. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, um, I think I came into that concept in the realest of ways last year and, you know, started reading um, the seven spiritual laws of success And I think it helped me a lot put in perspective how the way that I approach my life, like I said earlier, I seen human development as well-roundedness. What skill can I achieve? What thing can I put onto myself that I'm drawn to, that I have a knack for, that can make my overall human experience better Um, in all those adjectives that I said at the top of the episode? And I think I was finally getting a depiction of how to do that with my spirituality. Um, How to do that with my mindset And my mentality as well And it felt uh, I was drawn to it In that book It gives you um, You know Not only does it give you These particular laws And kind of ways And approaches And perspectives Of how you think of the world But it gives you These tangible practices And I think I didn't realize How tangibleness Was something that uh, Really, really resonated with me and like I needed that sense of like being able to do something. Because I think the introduction of spirituality just being, you know, pray and let go wasn't, didn't feel like enough to me. It always felt like I needed to do something else. And like, yeah, I'm, obviously I'm working on the thing I'm praying for or praying about. So it's like, yeah, faith without works and all that type of thing. But I'm like, is there anything else a brother can do? You know what I'm saying? To feel like I am being as, the most intuitive about this. And I feel like those, you know, practices of meditation and journaling and, you know, stretching and putting yourself, you know, um, in nature or the way that you communicate with people the, based on the decisions that you made, all those different things help me realize and form what I think my higher self looks like. And I think it, it's, it's definitely an abundant version of me in every single way, holistically. I see it being abundant from a standpoint of where all the things that I'm motivated by are in front of me, and the rewards are you know endless, um, so that I can do what I want for whoever I want or just for myself. Either way, I could have the choice in that particular domain over the things because I know that I'm. I don't know. I think I've. It's, at least given that particular designation that I'm definitely meant to help people and serve people and and be a be a aid of sorts. Because it's like, why the hell would I, why the hell would one of the biggest talents and gifts of mine being talking to people, having conversation if I'm not supposed to orate or get people to a particular point or provide some new perspective and connecting? And, I don't know, vibrate differently. And so, I feel drawn to the ideas of, you know, taking care of the world and the world will take care of you. Um, By doing... And I think it's a beautiful service of just giving perspective or seeing what's on your mind that you couldn't find the words for, whatever that may be, because you deserve the clarity. You deserve to have the perspective that fits this feeling that you feel about yourself, about the world, about somebody else, whatever it is. I think that's why I've always been so... um, close to that, you know? Um but also I see my, my highest my highest self being um able to be one and whole with the good and bad of myself. And I think um I think I, I reckon with that because I always feel like any in, the, in when I am on a high frequency, nothing really stops me. Nothing really matters. I'm living in a, a, a par a, like a paradise that never ends, that's bountiful, with all the fruit in the world, everything. And and just being in that space always feels good. And it's almost the worst feeling now, I guess, is having this regret for staying in that space for so long. Cause it's like, damn, did I, I should maybe I should have mm-hmm. pulled out of that mindset and got back to this or got back into the, you know, the grind of the work or whatever, or maybe I did this wrong, or, and I think my higher self is can live in that. Can live in that. Live in the understanding that I don't have to self-sabotage. The world's going to bring me new challenges on its own, naturally, just because of the, how things change and how the journey goes. So I'm going to feel a way about myself. I'm never going to get to a point to where, you know, I can just now turn off emotions. And I'm just living in this nirvana, perfect type of world, just because that's the one I curated for myself. I think it's more so making those things more, um, being intuitive about them and being prepared for them. You know, it's like, I think I need to sit down because I don't know what's about to occur. I need to sit down because, you know, I don't know this. I maybe need to, you know, be a little more active, or be a little more of this, because I'm actually guided with some inner knowing more than I am just um, allowing the world to just happen around me and I contribute minor and majorly. So. That's what I see You know what I'm saying That's what I see My um, higher self being And it feels great To uh, feel like That's who I'm About to truly uh, Be introduced to And it feels good Because I feel like That's that's where I need to be That's where I need to go More than anything um, But I think we can Wrap up this young celebration I went a little bit longer Than I wanted to But we good <laughs> Because we're making great time. And, but I, I want I want everybody who's listening to understand that, you know, like I said, this is the soulfully conscious podcast, for humans simply being humans. And I want y'all to really understand that that tagline probably came in maybe year two, year three, I believe. I want to say year two. And just, for me, the human experience is the only thing that we can truly control. And if you personally believes in the presence, then, um, why not have the best version of that? Why not, you know, live that up? So laugh, analyze, love, you know what I'm saying? Fall in, fall out, break down, come up, whatever it is, because it's all gonna happen. Um, and it's cool, Cause you just simply being human, you know? Um, the last thing, oh. The my send it on portion of the episode, which is one of my favorites because that means it's the end, but also, uh, it is a call to action. You'll hear the great sounds of D'Angelo right behind my voice right now. So, I hope you know what I'm saying. You ain't hope that you ain't listening to this later at night. This might get you. This might get
1: you. <laughs>
0: Both together is what I'm saying. Nevertheless. All
1: right, Mike, get you.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm stupid. Uh, my it on is actually a homework assignment. Oh. Right? Giving them homework. I want you to write down how you are in your own way. Uh, and I hope that you share it with me. You can uh-huh. hashtag... But you, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I, I want them to do it But you can share it as well With me it was With me at least He's like, With me, with me at big. least share me with the You can hashtag <laughs> Yeah, you can hashtag simply human, And just You can post it You can give a little snippet And I'm gonna definitely Share mine as well um, Share mine as well on my story Or just in the curated post human. Doing some human shit Doing some human shit because it, it, it don't got to be any, any more complicated Than
1: that you know That sound like kiss right. somebody it's like, Hey just be human man. like Be <laughs> so real human, human, out here, be so. real human. What, What's that mean to you Oh You know <laughs> Yes Alright then <laughs> Alright all right, then
0: But That's uh, That's all I have uh, I want to thank y'all For uh,
1: Hold up I got
0: that's, that's that's what this part is about to be oh,
1: how about to wrap it, up.
0: It, it is but it's it's how it goes oh I have to so benny rose and aries i want you to let me know i want you to first i want to thank you for doing this with me bringing it in oh, you're welcome the thank anniversary you know what i'm saying episode but in addition to that i want you to tell the people anything that you would like them to know any call to action that you would like to give, and then uh, <laughs> my time to shine. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, good. Uh, I I would like to keep this hella simple. Um, uh, how about this? When a when a boxer is actually doing their thing and throwing jabs and punches, they're not thinking about. Oh, I'm about to hit this motherfucker with a right. It's already an intuitive thing. They're thinking it and they're doing it. It's this idea that when you try to hear something too much, then you kind of lose that ability to hear it. Like if you stare at something long enough, then you can start to see your vision like going. And like, it's a very interesting thing when we're trying to do something. So I say you do it intuitively. You don't have to think a whole bunch about it because your brain is already wired to do all type of cool shit. You know, it's the consistency of this boxer constantly taking jabs at the bag. So by the time he go to fight, it's already mind-muscle connection. You know, so get into that bag. Make sure you're doing something on a very consistent basis So by the time you're you know, it's time for you to show up and show out. you already in tune, you already in that moment, you already trust yourself. That doesn't require a whole bunch of talking. Hell, the only amount of doing that it is that it's, that it's actually gonna cost us something consistent every day. Because we can't show how bright we are when all the lights are on, you feel me? It's just in those dark times, that's how we can like we can show up for ourselves. That's a bar. Yeah. That's a bar.
2: That's a bar. That's a bar. Like you said hell was simple. That was that was real simple. Yeah, yeah. That was real simple to me. <laughs> what, 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 what say you? Was, yeah. so 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 I wanna come back to this, to this, to this decision making process, right? Like we talked about liminality, mm-hmm. right? And and you know this could really go and be applied to really any situation. That a person may may be in when it comes to making a, a decision. When you are met with that unknown and that uncertainty, right, your initial instinct is to kind of go to your comfort zone. Right. Be comfortable. Right. And, and a lot of folks say, oh, well, you know, I'm just trying to get comfortable with the with, with the unknown or what the uncomfortable. like. I mean you can't really do that because that's 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 that's, it's part of that new experience as soon as you become comfortable with it it no longer becomes unknown and can never be unknown again right like if that's what you're trying to be comfortable with so the unknown and the uncertainty is part of the process it's part of the growth so i am calling out for people to even if you don't know you know your next decision whether it's right or wrong you know like Try to, try to reframe your mind and to not think about it as right or wrong. It's just, listen, I was doing this and this is what was happening. But I need to do something. I need, I need to decide on something else. And it can be anything else, right? Despite the consequences, despite the risk, the associated risk to it. And choose. Choose that, right? Choose differently. So a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, like I've grown a lot. It's like, I think, I think a good indicator of that is like if you're choosing differently even if you're not choosing in the way that you want, right? Like that's that's ultimately, that would be great, right? If we could choose and be like, you know, this is exactly what I want. I'm choosing what I want. So call to action is really just, just try choosing differently. And you'll see that the host of opportunities, the the, the host of uh, uh, new decisions that you can make are there, right? People are, people are always uh, kind, of, kind of scared of, well, oh, if I choose this way, I can't come back. Or it's, I don't want to deal with the time it takes to come back because I'd already gone down this road. You don't have to go and stay on that same path. You can continually trailblaze your entire life. You know what I mean? If you do it that way. Um, So I would, I would, I would. It's your own adventure. Yeah, I would, I would encourage folks to, to give that a try, right? I think people get hung up on, oh, well, it's not the right decision or it's not the best decision. It's like, well, it's a decision. It's a decision. It's a decision and it's better than not deciding at all and being stuck and being where it is that you are right now. Word. So I'll leave, I'll leave folks to ruminate on that. Hey. Come on, Ruminate.
0: Come on, Ruminate. Um, I hear that. I appreciate y'all. I really do. I think that was a good, great call to actions, everybody. I think y'all need to tap in with us. If you don't know, you should know. You can stream. Assembly King Podcast, everywhere podcasts are available. Um, Make sure that you like, rate, and subscribe on all uh, platforms. Um, You can follow me at kings underscore memoirs. You can follow the page at Simply King Pod. Uh, and make sure that you check out, check out, check out um LifeisKing.com for a slew of sweets and sweets of services for your creative production as well as your digital marketing needs. Um, I appreciate y'all, appreciate the new folks, appreciate the old folks, appreciate the folks who got here last week. It is what it is, and I and I'm so glad that I've found this medium. Um, and that is continuously growing And I'm here And I've persevered And I'm still out here making shit We're Coming back uh, Every week with something else So Appreciate you Appreciate you Appreciate you This has been The sixth anniversary Of the Simply King podcast The Soulfully Conscious podcast For humans simply being human I've been King This has been Benny Roosevelt And this has been Harris And this has been Simply King. Peace.